legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music or Audible, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, as well as Pandora, Spotify, Podbean, and Player FM if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Since I first published this post as a blog in October of 2017, this has been one of my most looked at of all of my posts. So I've decided to make it into a podcast. Since I have a feeling there will be those in future podcasts accusing me of doing this very thing. So let's begin today's podcast. The verses that are shown within the Bible that deal with judging another is what millions go about saying to one another when someone confronts another with their misdeeds and they presume they are being judged by that other person. Why pursue studying of these verses about judging? Those that throw out this one verse in reply have not studied all the verses related to it. They take them out of context. Plus, do not understand the full teachings within the entire Bible. At this time, all I can say is those that throw out this one verse in reply are not going to be happy with the results of this study. Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 through 5. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgments ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye merit, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mot that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thy own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mot out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite! First cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mot out of thy brother's eye. Now let's take a more contemporary look at this teaching. Then we shall take a deeper look into the actual verses. So, in this hypothetical world, we have a team of men sitting down at a workplace. Someone approaches and says, why are you sitting when those men are working? Referring to some of the co-workers that were still doing their assigned task. One of the men turns to the person and replies, We have finished all of our given duties, and as it is, we have new duties we plan on starting shortly. Why do you ask this? Well, this man from another team saw you sitting and doing nothing, was the person's reply. The team of men look at where the person that had made the comment was working. The person was nowhere to be found, and most of his work was not done. They looked for the person that had made the comment and who was in need to complete his own jobs. They found him talking to others, pointing again at those that were sitting. They approached the man and asked him, Why do you accuse us of not doing our work when your work is not completed? We looked at where you should be to talk to you and found you missing and your work nowhere near to being done. 
The man grew angry and accused them once again of being lazy and failing to help those in need of help. The team of men turned and walked away. This is the heart of this teaching that Jesus was speaking of when it comes to judging. It shows that those that judge are in fact hypocrites and have no need to be accusing others of doing a wrong when they themselves commit the sin they are accusing the other of doing. So let us look at the teaching in its entire context. Now the biggest issue people have to come to understand is the comparison Jesus uses to the issue of judging. The mot and the beam. A mot is a small particle or splinter of a straw or wood. A dry stalk, a chip of wood, something dry and light. A chip or splinter of the same material with the beam. Beam is a large beam joist of wood, a beam of timber, a log on which planks in the house rest, as in the papyri, joist, rafter, plank, a pole, sticking out grotesquely, figuratively a huge log like a plank used in a house that completely obstructs someone's vision. Jesus making this comparison is not by chance. It's specific and pointed out for a reason. Do not try and take the splinter out of someone else's eye when you have a beam of wood within your own eye. This means the sins are the same exact sins, as was demonstrated in the situation above. The man accusing those sitting down and resting after completing their work of having a splinter had not done his own work and so had a beam within his eye. Thus, the statement by Jesus, you hypocrites. Judging deals only with hypocrisy and is sown as such as the sentence continues. First, cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mot out of thy brother's eye. So here, Jesus is telling us to first cast out our own sins. Now it is here that people will start to say that Jesus is referring to all sin. Then why the mot and the beam? Why have a particular comparison? All sin. We are all individuals, and so sin in different ways. Yet many that choose not to sin through accepting Jesus Christ as their Savior. With his help, cast off sins. Not all sins, for we live within corrupt bodies. However, we can cast off enough sin from us to live a righteous life with the help of the Holy Spirit, allowing us to be light into the darkness, which is sin. That is why we have these verses to follow within the Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1-5 through 5. I solemnly urge you that in the presence of God and Jesus Christ, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom, preach the word of God, be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. 
but you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Now let's look at this in the King James Version, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1-5. through 5. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, and all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they keep to themselves teachings having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned into fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Reprove means to convince with solid, compelling evidence, especially to expose, prove, wrong, correct. Rebuke means to assign value as is fitting the situation, building on the situation to correct, redirect. Exhort means A, I send for, summon, invite. B, I beseech, entreat, beg. C, I exhort, admonish. D, I confront, encourage, console. Personally make a call refers to believers offering up evidence that stands up in God's court. As you can see, when you accept Jesus Christ and then cast out the beam that is within your own eye, we are then taught to help others by showing them with the Bible that it is something that should not be done. To show them that the beam can be taken out, then to encourage them to remove their own splinter. Why? Because the person talking to them had removed the beam from their own eye with the help of Jesus Christ. So the team of workers are free to say, for instance, to the man in our example, you must finish your own work before you can accuse us of not working. Now remove the word work and replace it with a particular sin. As long as you are not doing this sin yourself, and show evidence it is a sin within the Bible, you are not guilty of judging, but trying to help someone not to sin. However, we must realize that not all are willing to accept the truth, and so in turn will throw out that they are being judged. In a way they are, but not by those saying they are sinning, but by the word of God. So as the verse makes clear in 2 Timothy, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Those that reprove and rebuke and exhort are not judges, but advocates for that one sinning. They are being their legal defense team, trying to help them not have this particular sin between themselves and Jesus Christ as he sits upon the throne of judgment. Because they themselves, with the aid of Jesus Christ, had put this particular sin behind them. 
It must also be noticed that if we purify ourselves with the help of the Holy Spirit, and at times our fellows in the bodies of Christ, that we will be worthy to be accepted into heaven upon the first resurrection. Revelation chapter 20 verses 4 through 6. Then I saw thrones, and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their forehead or in their hands. They all came to live again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection, for the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and will reign with him a thousand years. To those that are in the first resurrection will not stand before the great white throne judgment. It must also be noted that they will be in the billions. For there is a direct correlation between these verses and the verses of the seventh chapter of this book, within the Bible. Revelations chapter 7 verses 9 through 17. After this I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands. And they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living beings. And they fell before the throne with their faces to the ground and worshipped God. They sang, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the twenty-four elders asked me, Who are these who are clothed in white? Where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you are the one who knows. Then he said to me, These are the ones who died in the great tribulation. They have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb and made them white. That is why they stand in front of God's throne and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will give them shelter. They will never again be hungry or thirsty. They will never be scorched by the heat of the sun. For the Lamb on the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to the springs of life-giving water. And God will wipe every tear from their eyes. They will die during the first half of the tribulation for refusing to deny that Jesus Christ is their Savior and refusing to take the mark of Satan. They will have helped their fellow Christians to come to the truth of their ways of life, helping them to end the sins within their lives so that they may be made holy in the presence of God, worthy of wearing the white garments of salvation and accepting their deaths at the hands of those that rejected God and are accusing those they kill of judging them. God bless.
Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. Jesus.